And we're back. All right. So, welcome back Are to... Are you recording? Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, is that not the Anchor app? No, I got the Anchor app open. Nope. For those of you who are wondering, if you want to make your own podcast, download Anchor. It's great. Spotify. No, it's good. It sends your podcast right to Spotify. Don't promote them. We're not getting paid. Well, you don't get paid, but it's good for publicity. All right. <laughs> good for Anchor publicity. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, welcome back to the Weekly Boob. So, on today's episode, we got a couple special little surprises for you. And the the most surprising of those surprises being our special guest here. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Jake. I'm from um, Heber. That's about it. Alright, well, that's one take of Jake de Mayo. He's going to take a Yojimoko to Jamaica, my guy owes. Alright, so... Let's jump right into this. Um, today we have a some some real hot button topics, which Dallin here will introduce. Yeah. So, in our last episode, we conveniently named the title of the episode to my email, so that people could send in suggestions for hot button topics to debate. And one of the ones that I received multiple emails about was, objectively, what's the best Mario Kart course? Because there's been a lot of different, you know, versions and editions of Mario Kart. Lots of courses that are beloved to many fellas. And we've been wondering for a while, you know, what's the best? So we thought we'd just kind of open up the floor and talk about what's the best Mario Kart All right. course. So my first instinct, my first response came right to my head as soon as this topic came through to your email. Honestly, like I saw that notification pop up when I logged into your email. And it just, I couldn't stop thinking about Woohoo Island Loop for the Nintendo 3DS. It's one of my favorite courses. I love Turn 3. And I like, I like it. What do you guys think? I honestly. I'm gonna have to interject you there, Don, because my favorite is hands down. No, well, what's your opinion no, on Woohoo no, Island Loop? Hands. No, up. you can't just change. You can't <laughs> just change it to your course yet. You have to talk Doesn't about Woohoo Island Loop. Because my opinion is hands up. Wario's Goldmine. All right, by far the best. I mean, Wario's Goldmine is pretty sick and all, and I wish I could comment more about Woohoo Island Loop, but I have absolutely no recollection of that course whatsoever. Neither do I. So, I'm half convinced you made it up. I feel like just based on that grounds, you have to eliminate that as the best course because a good course has to be memorable. Just because it's modern doesn't mean it's not recognizable yeah. to the younger generation. So anyways, uh, my personal favorite course is Grumble Volcano for um, Mario Kart Wii. Mm. It's pretty sweet, pretty grumbly, pretty volcanic, and very intense. <laughs> well, as much as I love... You guys' courses, you all said. I have to say, even better than Woohoo Island Loop is Moonview Highway, or maybe the one with the ghosts. SNES Ghost Valley? SNES Ghost Valley. Yeah, forget Moonview Highway. SNES Ghost Valley. Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree. SNES Ghost Valley is great. There's nothing more satisfying than when you hit the edge and the little rocks the fall off, fall. the blocks fall off. It's yeah, awesome. I don't remember that one either. Yeah. I personally love 
hitting a n- nasty automatic drift on SNES Ghost Valley and mm-hmm. falling off the edge. <laughs> That's personally drift. just well, like... For me, who I always play on manual, SNES Ghost Valley is obviously a front runner for awesome courses, but I get that you, you know, noobs playing on automatic would prefer, you know, maybe like Mushroom Gorge, <laughs> Toast Factory, mm-hmm. Luigi Circuit, that really <laughs> fits your play playing style. Yeah. I am speaking of Luigi Circuit, I think we need to give that course a little bit of attention because as a minimalist, I enjoy the fact that there is absolutely nothing going on on Luigi Circuit, <laughs> except for that one sweet shortcut where you can get that massive ramp. I'm convinced, though, that Luigi Circuit, when you play it in mirrored form, you know how in the mm-hmm. new games you can mirror? Can you do that on all the games? I think so. Anyway, when you mirror Luigi Circuit, it hits different. Cool. I would, I would imagine so. So of that one huge like left bank right at mm. the very end before you turn in. If that was a right bank instead, <laughs> no change in course. You had to the other way. It's nice, especially for me being left-handed. Maybe that's why I prefer it that way. <laughs> so oh, southpaw. That, that way I hold the nunchuck in the opposite hand that I normally would. You know? Yeah. Okay. Well, now, when you wait, when you guys play inverted courses, do you also invert your controls? Yes. I hold the controller straight upside down. Well, I mean. So I can still keep my muscle memory. I close my eyes and hold it upside down. I always have heeded Doc Hudson's advice to turn right to go left and to turn left to go right. So to me, really, it doesn't make a difference if I invert my controls or not because everything's inverted if you think about it. Deep. Whoa. On the topic of Mario Kart, what new characters would you all like to see in the new Mario Kart coming out for the PS5? I would really hope that they would just introduce an entirely new class of characters, because you know how they have like the small and medium and large? Mm-hmm. I'm hoping for an extra large with like characters like Chain Chomp and King Womp and stuff. King Womp, King bob yeah. Piranha Plant. Mm, I don't know if, if Piranha Plant would fit into the XL category. Because what about a big Piranha Plant? <laughs> but piranha Plant is already an item in the game in some of the newer ones where it like acts basically like those like golden mushrooms that just boost you a ton mm-hmm. and then they eat players in front of you. It's pretty dope, but I think that kind of takes him out of the running for a new Jake, game. I remember as we were preparing for this episode, you, you said that you would like to play just as a mushroom. Can you expound <laughs> on that for me? Easy. Um, you know, those, those mushroom items, I want to be him. <laughs> Well, I imagine he'd be. I imagine he'd be speedy. In in an extra class, um, extra small. I'm sure he'd be incredibly speedy. But all those other players will be after him. Yeah, I don't care. I, I I could see that adding a new level of gameplay where you are an item, but then if someone runs over you, then they pick you up and you're just eliminated from the game. That's. I like. I like where we're going with this. I mean, whether in real life. Maybe my real life aspirations transfer to Mario Kart. I've always wanted someone to pick me up. <laughs> I've also I always just need someone to pick me up. So you know, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna have to say King Bob-omb is the best choice though because he's the one who picks people up, and I'm always picking up chicks. Nice. <laughs> Anyways, um, also I think we need to have a few more like Formula One influences in the game. All the carts are just like, you know, like dragsters. And well, well carts think and about, whatnot. I mean, the Italian cart it is, too. It is yeah. called Mario Kart. If it was called Mario Formula One, then I could see where you're coming from. Well, I mean, it wouldn't have to have that power. And if we did have a Formula Mario One cart, we were to stop. Mario Indy 500. I mean, now that doesn't make sense. Also, 
I would love a new edition of Double Dash. You know, mm-hmm. like Double Dash Mobile. Sheesh. But did anyone actually like playing Double Dash? Being the guy on the back of the car, it was always a little anticlimactic. I mean, it was kind of awesome when you had younger siblings and you could just make them throw arrows <laughs> and you were the one driving okay. the car. I see. And so when the younger siblings would cry and make, but it's make almost you even, go in the back. It's almost even better if you have younger siblings just to let them get in last every time so you can school them. <laughs> now that is the best part of having younger siblings. It is. Alright. <clears throat> well, we'd like to hear your opinions on Mario Kart. And for the future of this relatively new and upcoming game into the gaming universe. So, I would like to hear what you have to say about it. And if you have any follow-up questions or concerns or opinions, just shoot them over to dallinhuff at gmail.com. That is D-A-L-L-I-N at H-U-F-F dot C-O-M-G-M-A-I-L. I don't think you spelled that one right. <laughs> anyway, we'll post it in the description. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Sorry, I'm dyslexic. So, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, moving on. The reason we pulled Jake onto our show tonight is to ask him a few questions about his career, which he has chosen to pursue. Um, do you want to say anything about that? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to leave most of the talking to Jake on this one, but if you weren't already aware, Jake is a very well-known male model, and we wanted to kind of talk Critically to acclaimed. And critically acclaimed. Uh, yeah, I, I have been certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes on like three three photos. <laughs> Nothing big, but yeah. it's worth a dab. So, I mean, because as you know, like... Being critically acclaimed and also being well-known is pretty impressive. Because you can be well-known, but, like, for a bad reason. Or you can be critically acclaimed and have, like, no actual, like, real-world clout. Mm-hmm. But when you have both, you're quite the male model. He, so, <clears throat> Jake here, as you can imagine, he's quite the specimen. So, can I start this interview off with uh, formal introductions? What's your name? Hi, I'm Jake. Nice to meet you, Jake. I'm Abe um, of the Weekly Boo. And I am Dallin of the Weekly Boob. Nice to meet you. Where are you from? I'm originally from Hebert, but I now live um, partially in New York and then partially in Midway. Is that because you're a part-time model, or is it just because you like both locations for modeling? I just like modeling in both locations. Understandable. Thank you. All right. Um, And how long have you been active in the modeling industry? Well, I was first scouted years and years ago as a small child and, pers- and decided not to pursue it. Oh, a little background. He is the nephew of Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively. So that was probably kind of cheating. It's like a cheat code to get into the modeling. It was like a cheat code. It was very easy. Um, and then recently I moved to New York and decided to pursue it. And I've become a breakout star. Mm-hmm. So were you a child model? No. 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 Alright, um, so let's jump right into this then. Now we know who you are a little bit. What was your favorite shoot you've done to date? Now, my favorite so far was with this guy named Chris. He was very fun to shoot with, but to, to go off, my, what I would like to be my favorite, if I could ever get it to happen, I want to someday shoot with Adam Hey, wait, 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 we're getting there. We're getting I there. don't care. <laughs> Let me talk. Okay. I would like to someday shoot with Abby Rayner. I know that would be my favorite if I could just get there someday. If mm-hmm. I could get to that level, hmm. then I'll know I'll, I'll have made it. Okay. Well, I appreciate that response. What would you think about a photo shoot with Gina Cole Huff? 
Ooh. You know, we featured her on our show before. Actually. Have you? So we kind of have that inside connection. Um, just uh, what do you? What would? What's your thought on that? Shooting with G Nicole Huff would also be is also has always been a big dream of mine. She's been really great with the whole cottage core modeling base. Um, yeah, I've always I've always admired her work a lot, and to to be able to meet her at some point and maybe even be on this like just knowing that I'm on this after she has helps me think that my dreams of shooting with her may someday come true. And someday I'll get to that level of cottagecore modeling. Wow, profound. Um, so, going back, you got a little ahead of me there, talking about cottagecore. That was supposed to come up later in the interview. Um, and the Abby Rayner side of this, too. But, backtracking a little bit, back to your favorite shoot, like I actually asked, like the question I asked. What were your thoughts on your black morph suit shoot that looked like you were maybe... Um, gearing up for a CGI scene or something, but without the white balls all over the suit. It was just the black morph suit, no head, slicked back hair. Well, you had a head. It wasn't like no head, you know, but it was... <laughs> it was no head. Yeah, I mean, and you had your hair slicked back like this, exposing them arches, and uh, greased up a little, but you got the, the serious smolder face. It showed off your physique. It was the whole body slim to the bone, um, you know, apparel. I I'm a big fan of the shoot. Um, and I know these are this is still just leaked footage because it hasn't been posted anywhere officially. Yeah, so that was what's called an editorial in the modeling industry, in that uh, the photographer takes a more creative side towards the end of the shoot, and will like like the first half, the first three quarters, so it's like normal like studio stuff, and then at the end he got more creative with what I was wearing and my hair and everything. So that's where the black morph suit came from and the hair slicked back came from. Um, I've noticed after starting to model that uh, photographers really love arches. So Abe, looking at you, you, you could really get in on it. <laughs> Just start slicking that hair back and <laughs> you, you could you go big. A light of hope at the end of the <laughs> depressing tunnel of my life. All caused by my golden arches. Now I'm seeing that they were a blessing in disguise this whole time. And I have a gateway into the modeling industry. Exactly. Something that I never thought of. Mm-hmm. Until I started modeling. Went, wow, these arches are a good thing. All right. Um, another question concerning your physical features. You have the arches. And you also have a chipped tooth. I know, because we're in chipped tooth gang. Yes, we are. And what, what are these uh, photographers and scouts and big industries and magazines and, <laughs> and um, connoisseurs of... Uh, male models. What do they think about the chip tooth? Now, uh, most of them have not noticed the chip tooth, given that they, but they do also at the same time ask me not to smile. Is that because a dysfunction with your face, or is it because now, they like the serious aspect of? I I would hope that it was most that is mostly serious aspect. It may partially be because of the chip tooth. I am unaware, but. Uh, I think a big part of that leads back to them preferring a serious look and a serious face. Alright. Speaking of faces, um, give us a couple tips on how to make that perfect modeling face. Alright. I know, I've seen it in all your pictures. The straight face, serious eyebrows. It's it easy. looks great in black and white, I have to say it. But, give me your... It's easy. All you do is you just think, 
I hate being here, I hate this, and then just look into the camera, that's it. It's like RBF, but like, for men. Yeah. And is that actually what you're thinking at the moment, or do you, are you forcing yourself into that mindset for the sake of the modeling? I'm forcing myself into that mindset for the sake of the modeling. It's I, like method acting. Yeah, it's like method, or just like acting. Mm-hmm. It's like acting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. You're really becoming the character. Yeah. I'm becoming the uh, the character modeling for the, whatever mm-hmm. shoot I need to. So, what tips would you give a young aspiring model, male model, specifically male model, okay. into both achieving that desire to become the character and also just breaking into the industry as a whole? I would say um, a big part would be to make sure you're really confident before getting into it because... I've had a lot of insults thrown at me <laughs> just by photographers and designers, um, like being called a werewolf and stuff. <laughs> well, I, I've, I've always seen it. I've always I seen have it. too. It's crazy. Um, but if, with, with confidence, then it's, uh, it doesn't matter and it's fun. Um, yeah. And then while you're just, while you're shooting, remember to stay confident. If you feel confident, then you're going to look good on camera. That's, that's the biggest tip I could possibly have i didn't expect you to be pulling my heartstrings this hard during this interview but i love where you're taking it um so aside from the you know emotional aspect of modeling let's get into the more you know economic aspect how much money you making these days you pulling in the big bucks so so far i made a a grand total of zero dollars oh yeah and Um, you think that's because going back to the the face you think it's the smile with the chipped tooth, or do you think it's just because it's more of an art form? Like, what's your opinion on it? Um, I would say it's because I am uh, I am new to the scene, and I'm uh, even though I'm breaking out, I'm still in that breakout stage. I'm still new. I'm still developing as a model. So, um, in doing that, I've been doing a lot of free work just to build up my book and build up my reputation. I've been considered for a lot of stuff, but uh, things have fallen through because of coronavirus, and I've been considered for less stuff because of coronavirus as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, definitely a big part of that it would be my face and my chipped tooth. I feel like the chipped tooth <laughs> is probably my, my one factor really holding me back, but mm-hmm. I don't care. I love it. It's, it's, my, it's my personal favorite feature. Heck yeah. All right, so in a final... Final question for you. Um, do you prefer the Utah County modeling scene or the New York modeling scene? And what are the, what is your opinion on either one? Well, the New York modeling scene is definitely a lot larger and makes a lot more money. But I feel like my heart will always be attached to the Utah modeling scene. And the the people in that scene who I've known for years and I've seen grow over years and years... Um, I feel like we'll never, uh, will never be topped mm-hmm. uh, by anywhere else. So, following up on that question, um, do you think the Utah scene or the New York scene gives a better aesthetic to your Instagram profile? Um, I do like the blend that you have right now between both. Yeah, I feel like it's very different audiences that I reach with with each with each scene, and I feel like. Um, I personally probably prefer the Utah scene, but I also do love the New York scene, and I also, and I feel like the New York scene does perform better Mm -hmm. in 
In the, yeah. Is it because of the more industrial backdrops, or do you think it's due to the photographers that you're working with? I think it's more due to the photographers that I'm working mm-hmm. with, and <clears throat> and maybe partially the backdrops and the moods and the lighting. Mm-hmm. So not so much the cottage core, more of the heavy industrial, heavy industrial core. core. The heavy industrial, yeah. And would you consider yourself in it for the money or for the art and the love of the uh, profession? Yeah, I'm in it for the money. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to start crying if you said the other one, but no. now I'm feeling like you're kind of just a sellout model um, and prone to eventually develop some drug addiction and uh, fall out of the modeling scene. Well, that's where you're wrong, because I'm already planning on falling out of the model scene. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, well, thanks for this interview. (laughs) I'm super happy to have been able to chat with you, and um, I hope we can do it again sometime. So happy to be here. I really hope to see you next time I'm around. (laughs) Alright, well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Weekly Boog, and make sure to catch us next week, which may or may not be within seven days. Alright, bye. (laughs)